after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. All right, welcome to episode 56. You hate goodbyes. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Freddie Mac. I'm Natalie. <laughs> Do I hate goodbyes? Um, They're never fun. The, all the goodbyes that are flushing into my brain right now that mm-hmm. I've said are never fun. I loved COVID because you weren't allowed to like touch anyone and you could just walk away. Now that we're back, I find myself awkwardly hugging people again, like, I feel like I hug people a lot. It's like yeah. my go-to now to where like I'll leave the situation and be like, I hugged that person three times. I should just walk away. Oh, so your goodbyes are just awkward now. Yeah, I'm just making them awkward. I tend to say that I like squeeze things so hard that, that it hurts the other person or said thing too much. Uh, COVID was amazing because you weren't allowed to touch anybody. Now we're getting back into it. I have a feeling that more things than that are going to be awkward as this year progresses. Elaine Swan is this lady's name. Mm-hmm. Her title, mm-hmm. etiquette expert. Really? Mm-hmm. She talks a lot about hugging and handshakes and how to go about that. Like you should ask permission before okay. like, touching people. I think I'm just going to stop doing it. Like after the weekend that I just had, I'm like, I'm never hugging people. I'm done. I think I'm just going to stop doing it. Except for like my family, you know. It's a weird thing. Just take two steps backwards, yeah. and then turn and go. <laughs> you look. You're gonna look so more, even more two, awkward doing that. Two steps, turn, maybe start running. Your every eyes, time. <laughs> eyes are wide open. You're just like, okay, right. I am leaving. Bye, guys. Bye. Go. <laughs> turn and go. run. <laughs> run away as fast as Touch you can. Touch and go. Yeah. So you don't know how, especially somebody you don't hang with all the time or yeah. whatever. You don't know how they feel about touching now, hugging and handshaking. Well, now that the mask ban or the mask um, thing has been lifted. Mm-hmm. Requirement. Um, I mean, do you trust that everyone who's not wearing a mask no. has been vaxxed? No. See? I don't. I don't. See? I, and, and there's so many things about people printing out fake vaccination cards so they can do certain things and go certain places. Really? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen this? What? This people just get vaxxed. What I've seen too, it's very interesting. And I don't mean that we don't have to go about this very long and talk about this very long. But a lot of these same people that uh, posted about getting a fake vaccination card or whatever, whatever, are the same people that were very upset about uh, illegal immigrants and doing fake documents and all that kind of stuff. Oh. So you're doing your own fake documents now, huh? Huh. That's all I wanted to say. And that's not even an original thought for me. It's just something I saw, and I just go, hmm, this is, a, this is very true. A lot of people I see posting about their fact, fake fax card had a lot to say when it was, oh, the border. You know what I mean? Okay. So anyway, I think, uh, yeah, a lot of people are doing, like, fake fake fax cards. And I'm just like, you guys are part of the problem, that's man. That's more the F, effort bro? than to just go get vaccinated. I know, man. I don't know. But people just want to do what they want to do when they don't want to, which I understand. They don't want a government to tell them, oh, you need to do this. You need to take this shot. And they don't know what's in it and stuff. Look, I didn't know what the ham in the Lunchables was made of either. You still don't. (laughs) Why would you want to know? Try to pronounce any of that shit. And it makes you feel terrible. Taste it. Not real ham and cheese. You kidding me? All right. I'll be real about this. Just do what I did. I went out to lunch before both times I got vaccinated. Mm. I had a couple of drinks in me. It was fine. No one said anything. I didn't. I felt zero repercussions. It was great. Wait, what do you mean? Like, you drank before getting the vaccination. Both, both times. Of them. 
Okay, so what are you saying? You didn't feel it. Um, all the stress I had before it was oh, gone. Oh, like anxiety of getting yeah. the shot because mm-hmm. the unsure, uncertainty yeah. of like what's in it and all that. Kind and of I didn't stuff. go by myself. I went like with my parents both times. Yeah. And but the time, you know, we were at our we were at friend Julie's birthday party, and yeah. I left to go get vaxxed. And then I came. And then I went back to the party. Everything was fine. Had a drink. She had a little buzz going. Had a, had a drink. Had some food, and I was like, "All right, let's go." Maybe that's the way to do it. Came back. Party the night away. You know, Natalie's taking this to a whole new level. They say not to take Tylenol and stuff like that before you get the shot, you know, as preventative. They mm-hmm. didn't say anything about alcohol. They don't. They do say just don't mix it at all. They do say that, though. Honestly, they do what? say. They do say, you know, alcohol is just going to make everything, you know, it's just not good for you in general, you know. Alcohol is not good for you in general, just in general, in general. Exactly. So, <laughs> whatever. That's all I got to say about that. I'm not saying anybody to do that. All I'm saying, that's what I did, and I'm still alive. That is just me. That is it. That's all. I'm not saying you should do that or promoting any sort of that type of behavior. Also, I don't know if we've talked about in detail your second Vax shot and Mm -hmm. after effects or the lack thereof. Oh, yeah. It was like it didn't even happen. I know it's different for everybody. Yeah. It but was really like it didn't happen. You didn't get sick or feel any kind of zero. symptoms of it at all. Absolutely zero. It's so interesting. I know. I also saw, too, I mean, you don't know what's true and what's not, but mm-hmm. I've seen stats that say men are more likely to get sick from the second vax shot than women. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but. I don't know. My my dad didn't have any. We got the we got Pfizer, and I, went, I got both of them with my dad, and he had zero he had no issues either? Zero. Zero. Wow. I mean, I felt great. I mean, because our, our office is amazing and they gave us, they said, if you have a, a bad reaction to the vax, then um, you can like get a free day at work. But I almost just took a day at work and yeah. was just said I had a bad reaction, but I honestly didn't. <laughs> See, that's when karma will come and get you, though. <laughs> I know. You lie and say, oh, yeah, I'm sick. I know. like Something's all, happened. All my friends are partying for Sunday fun day, and I like went to the Reds game with them, then they all hung out afterwards, and I was like, I, I'd gotten the vax that morning. Yeah. And and I had plans to go to the Reds game, preface it by saying, I'm getting, the, I'm getting my second vax. Mid-game, I might have a breakdown and have to leave, you know? But I felt sure. fine. And then the whole day they were like, you should just tell your job you're having a bad reaction and just hang out with oh, us Oh, your all friends day. are saying this. Yes, I didn't. That's true. And I came to work. But Just call out of work because our, our job good. is, we're lucky enough to work at a place that isn't requiring it, but they are, what's the other word? They are recommending. Yeah, recommending maybe. and supporting. But mm-hmm. if you go during work hours, they'll, they'll pay you while you're not here. And yeah. if you have any reactions or, you know, feeling sick and stuff after, they will pay you for that time you need off too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could have took full advantage of that. I mean, but thank God right. you're honest. Now, you, now, well, now we, now you know. You just as you plan yours. So. Except for when it comes to your honesty goes out the window when it comes to stealing other people's food. It does. You know what? You know what? It completely does. <laughs> I was asking Natalie earlier. We're talking about half of Americans are hiding snacks around the house. So I said, okay, take me back to your roommate days. <laughs> were you, were you ever hiding? No. From other people. I know. I was never hiding food from you other people. You were never the one hiding the food. No, because I was the one eating all the food. that pe- I was the one people were hiding food from because I was everybody else's food. Yo, that is nuts. I, I must say- You do that still, though. You have not changed a whole lot No, I mean, I guess I do it around the office. You do. But you know what? I must say, it did work once when I I lived with a girl who's- And she was like, I'm going to eat your food. Like, if it's in here, I'm going to eat it. She said that to yeah. you? Yeah. And I was like, good, good, luck. good, me too. 
And she was like, great. And we were on we were on the best terms. We used to be my favorite roommate ever. We are the best roommate. We <laughs> I was going to ask. You're like, you're going to eat my food? Was, okay, great, because I won't ever have food here. Yeah, it's fair game. Neither one of y'all would have food there. Not at all. Ever, because y'all just snack on other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. What did she do? You worked at a bar, restaurant, and stuff. Yeah. Weird, weird hours. And she was a hairstylist, and she was the only hairstylist on the island we lived on. So she worked like 100 hours a week. She was booked Sheesh. all day, every day. So we were both always working. Weird schedules and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's when like, I would come up at two, 2 in the morning, not have any food in the refrigerator, and then, I don't know, there's a snack around or like a something. I would just... Uh, you know, take it a little bit. Take here's little, my thing. Take a little handful. Why don't you stop? Because here's the, you're, I feel like you're risking it. You drive all the way home from work, whatever time of the night it is. You're hungry. You're mm-hmm. tired. You don't know what's at home, if anything. I'm so s- why not stop and get some food on the way? That way you have yourself something to eat. You don't have to go search high and low. All I can for- tell you is that I never logically thought about it that way. Never <laughs> once. Not Never. once. And how long of a time was period? Fifteen was this? years of my life. Jeez. I mean, I don't know. Until I worked in radio, it was always like, whatever, I'll find something. Or I just never thought about eating, and then and then I'd like get hungry and be like, oh man, what am I gonna do? It also was when I was smoking cigarettes a lot, so you don't want to eat. You're like not as hungry all the time. You know, it's like a drug. Yeah, you're just always kind of like, oh, I'll <laughs> smoke a hungry. cigarette, and you're like, forget about it. I don't know. A cigarette is not appetizing to I me, know. a non-smoker or someone who's never smoked. Mm-hmm. It's not to me anymore, but it was wow. at the time. So now Natalie will just eat the worst. some food at the, out of the work fridge. I know. No, it's I no. I, we talk Sometimes. about it as I do it all the time, every day. I don't. It's just no, like no, no, happen no. here and there. You know. Did I ever tell you the story of the You're one time? You're getting better. There's this woman who used to work here before you got here. <laughs> uh oh. I came in on a Saturday to work and there was this there was ice cream in the freezer that I was under the impression was the ice cream that we gave our boss Patty it was the same kind we gave Patty for her birthday like two months in advance and at that time I had never eaten anything out of the fridge I never kept anything in there I never even opened it It it's just not on my radar right Mm -hmm. but that Saturday I was like oh this ice cream is in here so I like just started eating it and then I just like standing in front of the fridge yes going to town and then i put it back and then the woman and then like that monday this woman that i always talk to i'll yeah. not say her name was in the cantina this is pre-covid yeah. and she was telling me about how somebody just took bites of her ice cream <laughs> and i was like no way ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it was you so did you say okay so i did not say a goddamn thing i went into the office and like talked to my to other work people and was like oh my god What's her face just told me a story about me? Oh my God. I felt Whoa. terrible. Yeah, I bet you did. I did. That's I did. crazy. I should get back in that habit, though, of being just like, I mean, it was just like I never even opened the fridge. I just never like went in there. I would get coffee and leave, you know? But. So to this day, she doesn't know it was nope. you. Nope. 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 Unless she listens to this podcast. <laughs> I guarantee Sorry, she lady. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts, man. All right, man, stop stealing people's food. I know. You too. No, I just mean in general. I don't steal people's food. You say you too. No, he doesn't. Stop trying to drag me into your (laughs) shit. That's hilarious. It was something else I was going to talk to you about. I can't remember what it is now. Oh, it was the Brene Brown thing. And just the fact that I I watched it. And I just. And I found out about it totally like by accident. And it was just. 
it was really cool to me. It was very enlightening, and it was funny, and it kept my attention. And she's funny, yeah. What yeah, is it called? Call, so her the book, the Call to Courage, the Call to Courage, and then the Call to Courage. Sorry, is the Netflix like TED Talk style mm-hmm. conference seminar type of thingamajig. She tells a story about like her husband swimming in yeah. the lake mm-hmm. while she's yeah. And then she also has a podcast, and then she has a couple books. The only one I've only read Darren Grayley. Okay, that one's really good. You you highly recommend it, but I had no idea you knew about this, and I just so happened to watch this last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're into it now. Yeah, ah. she was great. She was great. I like that kind of self help. I've seen this. I've seen it described as um, pop psychology, mm-hmm. maybe like popular sense. psychology yeah. or something like that, where it's not your typical blah blah blah. Just stand up here talking lecture you. Like she's funny. Yeah, she's great. She's um. She's she's really a really great speaker and and I agree with a lot of what she was talking about. So, if you're looking for something to watch, you got an hour and fifteen minutes. The Call to Courage, Brene Brown on Netflix. I feel like she's changing the way people interact and connect. Yeah. And creating intimacy in a like platonic professional, just in life in general. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. No, it's, just, it's great. I w- I couldn't recommend it more. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that. If you got some time, we got to get out of here. Peace and love. And whatever it is you do today, make yourself proud. Duh.